Is Seal Seal's real name? <laughs> Welcome everyone to episode 58 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your spotted dick host, Sparky Shelton. Yeah, and I'm your bangers and mesh host, uh, Jordan Granick. And I'm Ryan. Like the brood X cicadas emerging in the eastern United States... Your humble hosts love us, hate us, cook us up, and eat us have returned to your ears yet another week, uh, emerging from our dirt to tell you about movies this week. Trying to eat one of the cicadas? Heard they uh, are psychedelic or have psychedelic (laughs) properties. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I was talking to this cicada, dude. He was dropping knowledge on me. I never even thought of, dude. Is that true? Is that a real thing? Or is that some, like, weird cicada lobby? I don't think that's true. I saw saw a thing where, like, some guy was making uh, cicada tacos. Now, I, uh, uh, a cicada, yeah, well, I I was good. Okay, so, (laughs) apparently, they, like, when they die or some shit, their little, little bodies have, like, some psychedelic thing in them. But definitely yeah, DMT. Do not it's DMT in their brain, dude. <laughs> that's what, I can't do it, Joe Rogan. But that's it's, it's entirely it's possible. entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't eat them. Don't eat them. It's don't eat them. I feel sure. like that would be a really sick like move from the agricultural sector that gets knocked out by the cicadas to be like, yeah, fucking eat these things. It'll get you super high. Also. It, you'll get an even more mellow high if you uh if you pick our tomatoes while you do it if you pick tomatoes for free while you eat cicadas you'll get super high that was kind of a simpsons episode plot where they <clears throat> crossbred tobacco and tomatoes and bart just went fucking ape shit over these things uh, cuz he was addicted to nicotine yeah i don't think that you kind of got the gist of what i was putting down but thank you no no i i think i got there <laughs> okay Hey, Jordash, you went to a bar this weekend. We both went to bars. I want to hear about your experience. I went to Six Flags, but nobody asked. Shut Shut the fuck up, up, Ryan. It's not a bar. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Had a good time. um, Thanks. So a couple weeks, or it was a while ago, I guess me, Ryan, and Scott went to Kraken, not knowing what to expect. Is it it Kraken or the Kraken? I think it's just Kraken. Oh, all right, carry on. Um, but anyways, yes, yeah, so we go there, and it's just we're the youngest people there. There's maybe like six other twenty year olds. Um, and then lately, you know, I've been like, I kind of want to, you know, meet some meet some matures. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's in the area. That is the <laughs> kindest way you could have possibly phrased that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyways, so I go there by myself. I've never been to a bar alone. Um, I will say, I will say, just jumping in here. Yeah, to net to have never gone to a bar alone, and your first goal is gonna be to pick up mature women. Is that is like saying I am going to learn to drive a car in the Grand Prix de Monaco? That is a trial by fire, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I was. I did. I looked really good, though. I will say, I did look really good. 
the the development of the story spark he sounds like we got ourselves a regular old louis hamilton over here hey oh yeah i'm not i'm not dog from the art of racing in the rain (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so i go to the bar um i have a beer i'm like standing in the back watching this san diego this like san diego classic rock cover band they're all dudes and whatever all the old guys i'm just standing in the back and this mature starts like chatting to me a little bit and then her friend jumps in and we're like bantering i'm getting a little bit loose and whatever um it's impossible to tell who's single though that's like the funny part about going to a an old person's bar is because when we were there it gave me very eyes wide shut vibes We'll get there. Can you bury the lead once, please? They already know that that's the movie from the title, but yeah. come on. This is he like a banter very Kubrick guy, uh, Kubrick uh, vibes. <laughs> is that what you want? Jordash, <laughs> uh, I think that, yeah. not to spoil it for you, but it is difficult to see who is single at any bar anywhere, regardless of age. I no, well, I don't know. I think there's some... I think at younger bars, you're. I think it's a little safer to assume that most people there are single. To some I see extent. what you're saying, yeah. And sure. the ones who aren't single are usually like, like the thing about these bars is all the husbands are around the outside while all the <laughs> moms are in the middle. They're just oh my god, so strange. They're so just that's, in there. They're just in their fucking New Balances talking yeah. about riding lawnmowers. Well, yes, for like that's context, what makes it so hard. For context, I, when we went there the first time with Scott, my I told my dad we went there, and he was like, um. That that area is where like uh, a lot of conservative folk live, so it wouldn't shock me if you got a bunch of dudes who aren't willing to show off their dance moves on the dance floor in front of the other boys. Scott's so dad too, said uh, that. No, my dad oh, said that. I was. It's equally weird, but maybe a little less so. I, th- I think it's less weird coming from Ryan's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Just like given the conversations I've had with him. Hmm. Um. But yeah, so I'm on my second beer. I'm standing in like the back. You know, move into a little bit. And this woman comes up to me and she grabs me. Oh, wait, a little bit pretext for that. Uh, this the only other young person there walks in with a mask on. This is the only girl. Are we talking? Age. We're talking COVID mask and not Venetian mask a la Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, solid. Uh, <laughs> God, that'd be. I guess they both function the same. Anyways, she comes in with a COVID mask. She's the only one with a COVID mask on. Hot. Um, yeah, that's hot. Yeah, well, I don't know. It, it was, it seemed like a, um, I don't know. If it, anyways, so she, she finally takes it off, whatever. I'm like watching old dudes hit on her. It's pretty cringe. Um, but I'm sitting back and then this woman grabs me and she says, will you come dance with my daughter? Uh, it's her birthday and she thinks you're really cute. And I was like, damn. What? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, sure. Um, so then she takes me to the, the, the 21 year old girl, the only other person my age. We're dancing for a little bit. Uh, her mom's like constantly talking to me. It's her mom's really funny. We're chatting, and then she's like, "Uh, oh, where are you from?" And I said, "San Diego." Uh, how about you? She says, "I'm from LA." I said, "That's so funny. I'm trying to move up to LA." And then she says, "That's um crazy. Like, what are you trying to do?" And I said, "Be a talent agent." She goes, "Oh, like, uh, I'm a celebrity photographer, and like I've worked with the big talent agencies." 
damn. So yeah, I thought I'm this like, was like a Mrs. Robinson situation where you're gonna fall in love, you're gonna have an affair with the mom and then fall in love with the the daughter. But you you, you just slid into the no, industry, yeah. my man. Yeah, I literally like. Yeah, I turned it around somehow. So uh, Sparky, didn't so, anyone tell you that going to bars is no longer about getting laid, but just getting a promotion? That makes me want to walk into the sea. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's ex- the worst I went thing. there to get laid. I went there to get laid. Um, but yeah, so so she's like, uh, I worked with the big talent agencies, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, okay, so we're networking after this, right? Yeah. And she's like, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then the entire time she's like, don't be a talent agent. Like, it'll destroy you. You seem too nice to be a talent agent. <laughs> She'll learn. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it was very nice. Then, I honestly. have, I have, a, I have a good three minutes of B-roll of you saying insanely hurtful things to Seal from fifteen minutes ago. So, well, okay, well, yeah. So the stupid bitch kept saying, that, you know, <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, you're so sweet, et cetera, et cetera." Uh, she's like. The, the thing that stuck with me the most is she goes, can I give you a hug? Because I want to, like, remember you before you change. And I was like, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Jesus like, Christ, sure. is she okay? Yes, Yikes. Yeah. I don't know what she thinks the industry would do to me. I mean, I think she it, probably, it probably knows. Would kill me. But... No, yeah, it's right. It's very true. I'm pretty sure I would die at 40 from a heart <laughs> attack, whatever. Um. So then she's like, oh, we have to go. And I was like, oh, like, can I get your number? And so then I get the mom's number. And I was like, oh, can I get the... Your number two got the girl's number, uh, texted the girl, and I was like, I would love to link up when I move to LA. And she's like, uh, Let's see. What she said actually made me smile. It was it was a good gas. Wait, the young girl or the mom? The young girl. The mom was gassing me up the entire time. But she was uh, the wing woman. Yeah, but also yeah. that's that thing where the wingman is also definitely trying to get laid, but is trying to be selfless. But also, like, such a bold move to take your daughter to that bar. In, yeah, no, no, that's no. I was, I was like, what is... Yeah, she didn't... She, I was also like, do you want to... I was like, do you want to drink? Like, I'll buy you... You're 21 now. And she's like, no. Like, so she's she, already... She, I don't, so she has been a photographer uh, and is 21 and is already... No, the like, mom is the photographer. Oh, got it. Yeah, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah, I the celebrity photographer. Yeah, I see. The daughter is clearly, according to intro, Jordan's... Uh, Jordan's story. She's like introverted as fuck and didn't want to go out at all. Yeah, and the mom was, was like, "I'm gonna go get some." Yeah, the that mom's is so like, funny. I'm gonna get a piece of Holy ass shit. for myself. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, because the mom's like, "My daughter thinks you're cute." And then uh, when she brought <laughs> me the daughter, uh, we we're chatting, and she was like, "Mom," it was very funny. Wow, um, That's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, so I texted her later. I was like, uh, "Hope you had a great birthday. Really enjoyed tonight. Let's link up when we're both in LA." And this very meek girl, she's like. Uh, I definitely had a blast. I was definitely nervous going to the bar for the first time, but it turned out to be amazing. And bonus, I got to dance with you. And I was like, "Aw, hell that's very yeah!" Sweet. So yeah, I was like, she "Sounds I was like, like oh, a I, fucking I got a narc, girlfriend though. and a job." Um, <laughs> when when she when I first saw her wearing the mask, I was kind of like, "Fuck you, you like, fucking dweeb." Who let, who let the square onto? Fauci the dance said that we like, can fuck each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fauci said tongue stuff's back on the table, baby. I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> I bet it, yeah. there did. There was actually, um, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but one of the pushes, one of the vaccine pushes that the CDC was making was um, they took uh, uh, data from, I think, Bumble that showed if you put 
that you're fully vaccinated in your bio, you get 17% more matches. And then they Hang made on, the me, fucking like, like seconds. heads of the CDC. Like Fauci said that, cited that report during a press conference. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine working your whole life in virology and immunology? And then like after like you're finally coming out of this awful, awful pandemic that was the worst year of your life, and then some piece of shit PR government workers like, maybe they'll get vaccinated if they can fuck each other again, huh? How about that? And you're like, oh, fuck, hell. Should move to New Zealand. I think more realistically, he was on Bumble, and he's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing more matches. <laughs> yeah, he's like, man, and then, and then the, is, as and soon then, as I got my second shot, I've been just crushing <laughs> puss. My name's Anthony Fauci, and I've been crushing puss. I just added it to my Bumble report, or Bumble bio. I will report back next week with results. Sick. That sounds good. That does yeah. mean that you're going to have to give us a baseline of how many matches you have, and that might either make me angry or piteous. On Bumble, which is far less than Tinder, because it's the it's girls Bumble, on there yeah. seem to be way more choosy. Yeah. Uh, currently, sixteen girls like me. Okay. I just don't. Over the course of how long? I I don't know. I they're the ones who I have to swipe right or left on in the future. Okay. I, I'm I'm done with Bumble. Bumble used to be my go-to, and I I'm just done with it now. I I am about to get back into it, and I'm <clears throat> I'm like I've been putting it off for for quite a long time. Um. Speaking well, of, of anonymous sex in dubious emotional places, our movie this week was the 1999 classic erotic thriller Eyes Wide Shut, directed by the Coobster himself. The Coob. His last, his last his film. His last film, Eyes Wide Look, Shut, starring this, Thomas this, Cruise. Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise, the kid, kid man herself. <laughs> and Kidman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Nicole the Kid Kidman. Nicole Billy the Kid Kidman is actually Nicole the Kidman Kidman. That's <laughs> Nicole awful. the Kidman Kidman. <laughs> Nicole Nicole Kidman Kidman. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's Macaulay Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. <laughs> I forgot about that. What is going on? <laughs> Macaulay Culkin changed his middle name to Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. This is, I think we talked about this in a previous episode. I, I, that is one of those things that my brain, I think, selectively doesn't retain, so it can be delighted every time it remembers it. Macaulay. That's Macaulay so lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Tizzy number one for Sparky. <laughs> A first time Tizzy. Tizzy time all around, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so Eyes Wide Shut <laughs> follows um, the, uh, the, the very long night of, of Dr. Bill... Or Dr. What is his name? Yeah, it's Bill. I got Something. a new keyboard that's a lot more clacky. So um, he plays uh, Dr. Bill Harford. Um, and Nicole Kidman plays uh, uh, Alice Harford, his uh, his wife, um, as, as they embark in a very strange, a very strange night. Um, how did... This movie is two and a half hours. If we were to try to go beat by beat, we would be here until Tuesday. Well, look, 
I, I, I could say this. If you cut it to just dialogues, this movie would be 30 minutes max. Yeah, I mean, that would be, mm-hmm. like, kind of defeat a lot of the purpose of the movie, though. Like, <laughs> remove a lot of I the... Mean, uh, yeah. the I would, the, but I wouldn't. Because Kubrick, Kubrick obviously took it upon himself to film long, exposing shots of just New York City streets. Yeah. And well, like you know, that's that's it's filmed entirely in London. They had to, I knew it the, didn't look familiar. Yeah. So all of the all the New York shots are like a set that was built yeah. in England. This movie is famously has the longest uh, uh, shoot, continuous shoot in cinema history. It was like four hundred and something days. Like it was well over yeah. a year um, of just continuous shooting and a bunch of crazy shit apparently happened we can get we can get deep into the goofs and the trivia um uh 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 after i mean or within i don't know just right now you know well that's no i don't want to get the interesting stuff out first oh okay yeah well hit it what 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 do you guys want to talk about interesting wise you know no i said i don't want to get the interesting stuff out first you don't okay um, so we start with, uh, 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 the couple at this, um, uh, very fancy Christmas party of one of Dr. Bill's clients, um, and, uh, patient, patient yeah, sure, client, patient, who cares, um, and, uh, they gets, he gets pulled away, Bill gets pulled away because there is a model who is naked in a bathroom ODing um and uh and in the meantime Alice uh starts being seduced by this Hungarian man um named uh uh it doesn't Sandor Svost Svost what yeah no it doesn't matter um, and that sort of sets the uh that sort of sets the primer for the movie that we're in for something uh, we're in for some, and I think we should talk about it uh, right off the bat. A lot of boobs, a lot of nudity, a lot of boobs, a lot of bush. A lot of Americans. No dick, no guy butt. Uh, there was one. There was a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think I think like at the there was a, I think a dancing scene where you could see some tush. I I I mean. The ratio, though, of naked no, yeah, of women course. to uh, to single man butt was absurd. And I think that this movie has to have... I mean, if you go, like, frame by frame, I think that the frame... Boob per frame ratio has got to be... Got to be pretty close to one-to-one, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's um, a lot. No, I'd say, like, 30%. So. I'd say not... not now, how I'm computing it's this average one is to, one to one is if there is a frame that has a hundred boobs, then that counts for a hundred boobs mm. in one frame. So okay. if you aggregate all of the visible boobs per frame over the course of all of the frames, I think you're going to get okay. if you integrate boobs from zero to the final frame. I think you would have mm-hmm. well over one one boob per frame. Um, well, I I don't know because I mean even still, even if you include the 
the actual eyes wide sh- like the party right where yeah they, they're all wearing masks and whatnot the I mean, orgy every, i think every cut in that part of the film there was a, a tit and everything there was a boob yeah at least one but there was a lot of other movie right that that how is long, that is true that's true that is like true. that sequence wasn't that long most, out of the two and a half hour movie. Sure. Most I will also point out that most of the time, even when women are wearing shirts, they're all see through. What's the deal yeah. with that? Fair enough. Crazy. I mean like Kidman. Yeah. Um, so I kind of uh uh after the party, uh Bill and Alice go back home. And they get stoned and have this fight about uh, whether what's his face was uh, was uh, when what the doctor was banging those two girls those two models that he somehow yeah. ended up with. I don't really quite understand how that happened. I think he I think he was just strolling through the halls and because he's yeah. an attractive man. He's Tom Cruise he's Tom with the Cruise. tooth in the Tom Cruise with the tooth in the center of his face. You know, I don't think um, that he was on stilts or on like forced perspective in this movie like he looked like a no, short he's man short. he's short. not at all he's very he's yeah. not taller he's not taller than a single woman in this movie <laughs> Nicole even those girls on their knees height. he was still oh yeah was it was definitely shorter. for forced perspective nicole kidman's fucking 5'11 are you insane that's crazy Dude. tall I mean, and she looks tall. Tom Cruise is... That's what's crazy, though, is I thought Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman looked like the same height in this movie, and therefore no first perspective. Shorter. But, no, he's like a full half foot shorter than Nicole Kidman. He's 5'5"? Five five? He's 5'7", five but I wanted to make him feel bad for being a Scientologist. Hey, we're going to release the full cut of this <laughs> podcast, and you're going to get shot six days later. No, I'm just going to get like Yeah, sued. Seal's going to target all of us. <laughs> Seal is very powerful. L-, L. Ron Hubbard was just an elaborate character that uh, Seal created. Man, do you think Seal could fit into an L. Ron Hubbard sh- suit? I don't really know what L. Ron Hubbard looked like. He was like a big old... But he looks like a fat guy. Yeah, male fat, fat guy, guy. yeah. <laughs> you don't like have Seal's a lot of Hubbard and not be fat. I feel yeah, like Seals is a short guy. He's not short. He's like fit as hell. Well, it's like he totally could, he could, too he, independent he, variables. Yeah. Well, no, he could shimmy his way into a fat suit. Easy. Okay, sure. Okay, yeah. So we cannot conclusively. Okay, hold on. We can do a little bit more research. L. Right, but like, how tall is Seal? Is what I want to know. Robert height. Well, luckily, there's the internet. Seal. Well, Sparky's on it with his Keychron K2 with brown switches, I believe. I, yeah. You can Hubbard, that for Hubbard like was seventy dollars. Yeah, it's like eighty bucks. Elrond Hubbard was six foot, but Seal is six four. So, damn, maybe Seal's not six four. Holy Seal's shit, that's a big four. seal. That's um, a big seal. Oh, it says Harbor Seals are six four. Seal is five <laughs> nine. Okay. Oh, okay. Actually, I think that's probably Seal is six four, but Harbor Seal length and girth right. five three. Um. Uh, sea lions are like seven foot. That's sick. Sea lions are big, and then walruses are massive. Walruses. What, which ones do we have in San Diego? We have sea lions. We have both. We have both. We have sea lions. Which is the ones? We do not have. I mean, we have harbor seals kind of around, but not a lot of them. 
We have the ones in La Jolla. The ones in La Jolla are sea lions. Yeah. Anyone okay. if they have external ears and like legs, shut the fuck they're up, sea nerd. lions. Nerd, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> you can tell the elephant by the shape of their ear. Go to hell. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, Asian elephants are just fuck also off, dude. drastically Jesus, smaller than dude, an African dude, elephant. Dude, would you just st- shut up about animals? Talk about Merkins, please. Keep it on theme. Well, okay, so going to going back to Merkins, um, <laughs> there was a character in the previous film. There were two characters the prequel? in the previous film. Uh, no, a uh, previous episode of our podcast, rather. Mm. Uh, what was it called? Never Been Kissed. Yeah. Now, in Never Been Kissed, we had Josie, obviously Drew Barrymore. And then there was that other guy who worked underneath her at the Chicago Tribune or whatever the fuck. Chicago oh, right, Sun. yeah. Sh- his name Chicago was Merkin. Sometimes. Yeah, his name, his was, name was Merkin. M- You're right. So he makes a comeback as a, a pubic wig <laughs> in this movie. And then also mm. the nerdy girl. The nerdy girl in, is, in this, uh, is in this movie, but later. She doesn't say much, though. No. She says a lot with her eyes, and they're wide oh. open. Um, yeah, not shut at all. Not even close. Um, so they have this fight, and Nicole Kidman confesses that she fantasized about fucking this naval officer um, in mm-hmm. a hotel, uh, and that sends uh, Tom Cruise into a tizzy. Not a laughing tizzy. Not a not a uh, a tizzy that you get when you hear Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Um. But a but a sad tizzy, um, a sad destructive tizzy. He goes out and he uh, uh, is um, uh, he the first place he goes, he's just walking around, um, or no, he goes uh he goes and confronts um, uh, he confronts or he doesn't confront. He goes to comfort a um a client that or a patient that just died and was going to to uh be with the family um and was that not at the giant house that that was at a no. deaf a different giant house oh okay they i don't think they would have had a uh i don't think they would have had um a party with a dying man upstairs that seems whack but i've seen it happen okay Continue. The floor is yours, sir. I cede my time to the gentleman from New Jersey. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's happened in the past. Okay, fuck you. There was there was a, there was that case that about movie. there was a case about that guy who murdered his parents and then threw a party downstairs. Oh, that was Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you very yeah, much. Case closed. Go. Yeah. Um. So he he is uh uh conf- he is comforting. This this woman Marion, who uh, suddenly says that she's in love with him and doesn't want to be with his uh, her fiance, who is not played by Christian Bale, but definitely thought it. Definitely thought, I thought it. So. Yeah, I thought that too. Um, okay. With the glasses, he had very mm-hmm. strong. Uh, he had very strong um, Patrick Bateman vibes. Yeah, I thought the same. Um, but then he he dips. Um. Well, he's like, he's like, we've never even had a con. He's like, this is the longest conversation we've had. That is pretty buck wild because it was, it was, it was weird that like, 
were I felt like he was they were having an affair and that she was finally saying it's time to be mm-hmm. together. But no, he just just didn't 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 want to didn't just out of nowhere grief stricken horniness I guess. Which surprisingly is not the weirdest horny, horniness in this. Uh, what is the weirdest form of horniness? I think that's the question we should answer. Well, you got fear boners, you got sad boners, you went, you got happy boners, and you got. I'm going to say pedophilia. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like we that, gonna that have falls some fun. under the. We were going to have some fun set. with our with our fun little jokes, and you kind of just made it dark. That falls under the superset of wacky boners. No, it most certainly <laughs> fucking does not. No, no, no. You can just put that one under other. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I guess. <laughs> I mean, what do you want from me? I, to not I'm... say that pedophiles are wacky? I don't think that's too much to ask. I I am so angry at you. I am so upset that I turned into fucking Scooby-Doo just then. I don't want to be angry at you. Like Scoob, we gotta stop talking about pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, I can't that do, I can't you, do, yeah, that I can't was do really anything. good. Do, if yeah, you just like, do you have like a weed punch card? And like, if you smoke enough weed wearing a poncho, you suddenly get a really good shaggy impression. Uh, I don't know because I don't have that one. But I think the password to get in the gate is Fidelio. Hey, so. um, yeah, uh, <laughs> so. He then Bill keeps going and walking, uh, and um, he picks up a uh, he picks up a prostitute. Yeah. Um, Domino baby. Yeah. Domino. Watch the dominoes fall. Oh, let's for play. Him, let's for play Dr. dominoes. <laughs> what? Order. Let's order some dominoes. Let's order. Okay. <laughs> It is. It's interesting that you made those two illusions because I do think that that Domino is a name in a very small. Uh, 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 what are the circles? The overlapping circles. Oh, the Venn diagram. Venn diagram. I was thinking Van de Graaff generator and also Julia, which are two different things. Um, Got a lot of static electricity between both of those, I suppose. Hey, um, Julia. <laughs> Why would you do that? Um, Domino as a name is in the is like this single entry into the Venn diagram of pizza brands, hooker names, and tabletop games. I don't think mm. I don't think that there are any. I don't even think that there's any overlap between the other two, like any but- two circles. I mean, I don't think you would. You get turned on by a prostitute named Little Caesar. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's like a maybe like a male prostitute who could go yeah, by see, that. Yeah, that's that's the well, problem. no, Little yeah. Caesar. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's some, like some. I'm hot and ready. Little people and three inches fully erect. Little Caesar, that's me. Um. Little Caesar, only five dollars. Five dollars. Yeah. That's, is that is that where we're going? DiGiorno. DiGiorno. Oh, it's not. It's oh what? It's not. Papa John. You turned on by Papa John's Barky. I uh when Shaq joined the board, yeah, I that with, got me with pretty better horny. ingredients. You know, better ingredients, you know better pizza. It's I Papa spent. Papa Shaq, I guess. <laughs> Can which we? Is crazy we should because he said the N word, right? 
It is sort of a double standard that Papa John got fired for saying the N-word, but I bet Shaq has said it a whole bunch. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) That's like, that's, yeah. Um, did you, can we talk about Papa John Schneider for a little bit? I don't think that's his actual last name, but it's going to be. Um, he went through like, did you see that interview where he said he went through six months of retraining oh, yeah, like, to stop tr- saying tr- the N word? Yeah. How I feel do, like that's do you, like an hour long thing. They should like at max hour long, right? They who do like, you just don't? Who do you hire? It's, it's, it shouldn't be more than like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I like, like to think I excessive. like to think it was Caesar Milan that finally did it. He tried all and sorts of therapists. <laughs> yeah, he tried all th- sorts of therapists and like cognitive training and like hypno- hypnosis. I was like, none of it's working. I still want to see the N word. And Caesar <laughs> Milan came by and like, and he's like, what can I do about these pizza? Fuck! I fucked up the joke. I don't even know where you were First going. of all, I know you're trying to do the South Park The thing. South Park. Oh. Yeah, but that's not Caesar Milan. Who was that? That was, well, I mean, obviously like, it's How Cartman. can I reach these kids? Yeah, that's <laughs> Cartman, but yeah. I thought he went to, he learned that shit from Caesar, right? No, well, there's there's the episode where Caesar Milan trains Cartman, but then there's a separate episode where Cartman goes to an inner city <laughs> school to, and he, tried to, he tries to train them how to cheat. Oh, it is. His character is like a... Like uh, damn, yeah. Like welcome a to our South Park review. Trying to inspire. Welcome to our South Park recap episode. Um, you thought How it was three I episodes ago. How can I reach these <laughs> Um, yeah. How can I reach these pizza tycoons? Six, what I was trying to say. Oh, that was a good one. Six months yeah. though. That's wild. That's and he had nothing else to do. Like he's not. He's radioactive everywhere else. He's not gonna like go to a golf tournament. It's, Are we still talking about John Schneider? Yeah. Papa John Schneider? Yeah. John fuck. Schneider's an actor, right? No, that's Rob it's Schneider. It's Rob Schneider. No, John Schneider. Well, Sparky made up Schneider, so we don't know. Well, Schneider's a real name. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go into the I think it starts with an S. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. He's proud of The weird thing is how proud he is about it and how forthcoming he's like, he it, is. Yeah. He thinks it's this great, like, he conquered yeah. Everest. And it's like, like dude, you bringing s- home like bringing home an A. You are gonna put his, on the fridge. His last name is Schnatter. I'm gonna guess Schneider. Uh, Schnatter. Um, I don't care. Um, I don't think his career is coming back. As hard as he worked with his therapist, I hate to say I, it, but I don't think he, he's coming back. Does he back. still not have like shares in Papa John's? Oh, I mean, his TikTicks are weird. He's his TikToks still very are really rich. Weird. It is yeah. weird that like he. I bet, you know what I bet it is? I bet I would not be shocked if in, like, within the year we see that he and O.J. Simpson become friends. You follow O.J. Simpson Mm. on Twitter? Holy shit. No. He weighs in (laughs) on the worst possible topics that he could ever weigh in on. It's insane. Um, Like, he'll, he'll be talking about very banal, like, sports things that you'd think he would talk about, and then he'd just be like, a lot of people have been. How's it going, Twitter? Uh, I've been, I've been uh, talking about gaslighting politicians, and it's like, it's so <laughs> weird. He wished Tim Tebow luck. I bet Tim Tebow appreciated that. <laughs> it's I mean, just, the man rushed for over two thousand yards. You know. I yeah, I guess so. I mean, you can't you can't stop the juice unless. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you think? Do you think? Okay. The Ford just reintroduced the Bronco, right? 
Like, yeah. And it looks like shit. It looks garbage, and everybody here buys one. Um, do you think that, like, contractually they have a, rest- a do not sell to O.J. Simpson, like, policy? Mm. Like, they're well, not it, going well, to let— It was let... his friend who was driving it, right? Isn't that— I thought he was driving it. I think I think they have they actually have an alarm that when he does buy yeah. one, just cops show up outside. It's like house. a bio scan that's just like, please, Juice, you did so much harm. You did <laughs> you killed yeah. the most popular car in of the year by driving it. We cannot have that again. Did you know that he? I, we are like not going to get to any of this movie. This might be a two parter. Um. He had a prank show, O.J. Simpson did, <laughs> after the trial. Aha, uh-huh, get punked, the glove didn't fit. Oh, wait, are you talking about that? I saw an interview he did with a reporter, and she's like, oh, um, O.J. told me he had something to show me, and I guess this was his idea of a joke, and then it's like her opening the door, and he has a knife, and he's like pretending to stab her. Yeah, no, this is what this <laughs> is. It was an 06... Uh, an 06 uh, show one of the things one of the things that he does is uh, he he tries to sell a used Ford Bronco that's not a good look no <laughs> he also signed a Ford Bronco with a bullet hole in it well, that's kind of like Dick Cheney signing a fucking waterboarding kit for Sasha Baron Cohen, aka yeah. But that Ilan. guy's a, he's yeah, but he's like eighty and probably doesn't understand like what his autograph. Yeah, it's just like buck I don't wild. think he understands that like people. He had like eight I don't think he understands attacks. irony or jokes. Yeah, or... he had like eight heart attacks. I don't <laughs> think he's doing anything. Um, God, the rest of the movie. Let's just go quick, cause holy shit. Um, well, he goes to the party. The the eyes wide shut party. Well, he meets he meets, he meets well, up me, he, yeah. right. He meets up the with pianist. the pianist who he pianist. went to med school with, and he Nightingale. Nick Nightingale, um, which had to be a character in like an old noir, right? Like what a name. Well, the movie was originally Insurance written. Insurance adjuster Nick Nightingale. <laughs> the movie was written like a long time before. They started it's a, it's actually adapted. making it. Well, it's yeah. adapted from some. Um, I'm sure he probably kept some of the older probably. names. Probably, uh, but he hears about this about this orgy, and uh, he goes and gets a costume, and uh, God, we can't even talk about the. That's where it's this costume from this old guy, and he finds his daughter having sex with two Asian men, older Asian men, and yells at them, um, and the daughter locks him in a room. Yeah, and the daughter is like also given the eyes to Tom Cruise. And that is that is the what's her face from from Never Been Kissed. The nerd girl. Which yeah. DNA. Right. Um, which is crazy. That's crazy. That those were the two movies you were in. You were in Never Been Kissed, <laughs> a pretty bad uh rom com, and then Stanley Kubrick's last film. Um and sh- she was on screen for like uh like maybe four minutes and she was probably needed to be on the shoot for like months crazy um and then yeah goes to the party and then the party is basically just what everybody knows of eyes wide shot it's like this ritualistic kind of uh uh orgy that's i definitely suggest watching the elite like this 
span of the movie. Maybe like if you're not interested in sitting through the whole two and a half hours, though, maybe not. But like, this was a good good scene. It was exclusive of the nudity, right? Like, it was like it was. It's, it's relevant. I mean, it's also relevant. Yeah, like, it's pretty. It is like yeah. this very strange and deeply unsettling sequence that is like. Yeah, it just like very weird and very eerie and incredibly gripping, um, and of this orgy that's happening, and uh, uh, he he is approached by well, okay, a little a little nitpick for this orgy, okay, just real quick, um, sure. these are supposedly all very wealthy people uh in high mm-hmm. society, and this is what they do to get all of their shit out, right? Um, and they do it in secret with all of these procedures, et cetera, et cetera. All of the sex is just like a guy at fucking a girl. And then like some folks in cloaks around kind of just lounging and watching. You'd think there'd be more than that, right? Yeah. That was, that was the thing that bothered me the most is there was this like whole ritual and they're just fucking. They're just, yeah, they're just they're fucking just each fucking. other. They're just well, fucking Were you expecting just fucking knives being thrown? Like, I mean, yeah, I was expecting like, some like, whips, some people being, yeah, some, some St. Andrew's crosses. Yeah. Like, okay, that's fair. It was pretty mellow. In at that least, case. No, like, at least like a threesome. I mean, it was just, it was literally yeah. like one. Not, there was a few threesomes on the table, on the dining I room guess table. So. But, but it was just, it was just an orgy. It was it was just an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess maybe they I get guess, crazier on Wednesdays or something. No, I think probably no the kink cra- the kink is like the procedure and that it's all weird and and ritualistic is probably Him the, him showing up and that whole the whole like trial thing, that's the most exciting thing that's ever happened. They were all masturbating under the cloak. Yeah. Every that, one of that them. That for them was the most that was the, that was the most best exciting part. thing in the world. But he Would does, you guys go to one of these? Huh? Yeah, Would absolutely. <laughs> what are you, of course. No, Sparky. I uh, I don't think so. I'm I am learning more about myself and about the uh, emotional connection that I need to foster a sexual relationship. So I would probably say no. I know that's a boring answer, and I would want to say yes, but but that's the I just truth. see objects, so I could yeah I could go. <laughs> yeah yeah I, for <laughs> for me it's all circles and cylinders, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. But he he gets kicked out because he only has the uh, password to get into the gate and not into uh, the actual house, and that's how they get him. Which I think also lends credence to the theory that this is the <laughs> this is their kink is kicking somebody out and having a trial. Because like, why would you have it so that a person who does not have the right password can still get in, if not for? a huge mansion room full of people to yeah. masturbate to a guy in a red uh mask yelling um at this guy um but he gets kicked out uh well he doesn't get kicked out the the woman right he was whatever, warned volunteers as tribute oh right wait that the woman who volunteers as tribute is she the girl for, she's the girl from the beginning that overdosed mm-hmm. yes okay yeah. Yeah. yes yeah but uh, somehow she goes blonde in the middle, like. I mean, you can wear a wig. Whatever. No, no, that was Domino. Domino's different. No, she's blonde when she's at the house, and then she's redhead when she's on. Uh, I know, distinctly remember morgue. her being redhead the whole time. Yeah, I think so too. Or maybe she had a wig on. A wig, wig. You know what? I guess I Jordan, guess I was just wigs. showing her boobs the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. All you were seeing was those cylinders and circles, baby. <laughs> I guess I'm just a person, <laughs> and I was just paying attention to her boobs. 
<laughs> oh man, maybe. Oh, yeah. Hey Ryan, do you think maybe there is actually more than thirty minutes of dialogue uh, in this movie, but you didn't hear any of the dialogue that was happening when there were boobs on screen? So it seemed like there was way less. No, that can't be it. <laughs> I will say I don't remember a single word Nicole Kidman said at the beginning when she was changing. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. Um. Uh. So. Uh. He. Um. What does he do? What does he, he do after he goes home? He. Uh, uh. He returns the costume. Right. He loses the mask. He returns the costume and finds that the two Asian men are still there and uh. The, All is well. The. Well, no, because the woman is now, like, is a, a an underage prostitute now. Yeah, but I meant, like, the guy, remember, he's like, I'm calling the cops, blah, oh, blah, but yeah. then they're all chummy. Like, yeah, and then he goes to I didn't to mean find... all as well. Yeah, like, they, got, they got to fuck her. <laughs> like... They didn't, yeah. Nobody got hurt, and the minor is a prostitute. Um, and, and then he goes bad. to find Nightingale at the ho- the hotel, yeah. and he talks to Alan Cumming, the guy from <laughs> Spy. <laughs> that was so fucking weird, dude. That was so weird. That was a very. I thought he was supposed to be like a like a spy. He was the, like he was like he was well, so he, friendly. He was so friendly. He was in Spy Kids. He was so. doing like a very. He was doing like a very. Uh, what's his face from the Maltese Falcon? Have you ever seen that? No. The Humphrey Bogart movie, the noir, and there's like this guy, uh, Joel Cairo. He's played by Peter Lorre, uh, and Peter Lorre is just always like, mm, "If you want to see this, then you must go to Casablanca." Um, and he was in all of those old movies, and he's always way the fuck over the top. Oh, yeah, great guy. He's absurd. Sounds like it. Um. And he's a coward and Humphrey Bogart. Like, every movie that he's in in with Humphrey Bogart, Humphrey Bogart, like, slaps the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> so, but you know, Nightingale's not at the hotel. He's gotten... Yeah, go he's for been it. taken out. They got back to the hotel, like, 4... He got back to the hotel, like, 4.30. Tom Cruise goes back to home to his wife at, like, 4 a.m. For context. Um, and then he's like, yo, where's Nightingale? And Alan Cumming is like, well, well he I came think, in I here. Think, I think we need to talk about that, the wife's dream. Oh, oh yeah. right. Oh, yeah, they that kept was cutting fucking, in. Yeah. They kept throwing in, like, scenes of her getting fucked by this pilot, I think. Or right, was this naval officer. He was a Navy, Navy, Navy officer. officer. Yeah. And she, I guess she felt guilty about that. That was, like, the resolution that I came to. Yeah, she was, like, crying. That's a good resolution because she was crying she was and saying how she was, how guilty she felt. She laughed. I well, thought. yeah, that's the thing. Is like in the dream, she's having sex with a whole bunch of other men, and uh, Tom Cruise is getting cuckolded, and then she's laughing at how pathetic that is. Ah, um, I see, I see, I see. In the subconscious, and then when she wakes mm-hmm. up and realizes that she's horribly guilty. Um, right. She doesn't ever actually have an affair, right? No, no, but it's all sort of metaphorical because his Tom Cruise's journey is like a, a very symbolically a descent into the uh, subconscious as well. Um, just as hers is, it's a it's a parallel track, really. I see. If you think about it, all right. Um, smart, smart guy that Kubrick, kind of a good yeah. good filmmaker. Yeah. Um, he uh. The Clintons killed him. Yeah. Who killed him? Yeah. The Clintons. Oh. You know this whole this whole movie was like an attempt to bring to the surface like the elite 
inners, like the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Huh. That makes sense. Like that's some people think that's why uh, Kubrick died after this. Oh, that's a from shame. a heart attack. From a heart attack, you know. Oh yeah. Easy to. Easy to fake that. Yeah. I mean, Scientologists have like so much fucking money, dude. Why would the Scientologists be against a movie that their their boy is in? I also think he. This is pre Scientology time. No, Cruise. I think I think it's during it because I think I heard something about like, um. They were trying to convince Tom to like break up with Nicole because she wasn't good for the church. Tom I don't Cruise know. Scientology uh, join date. <laughs> Initiation. 1990. Oh, yeah. He is very, very Tenured. into it. Um, you know. Only cured is Scientology. They cured his dyslexia. So, you know, credit, credit to them. The fuck does that mean? They cured dyslexia? <laughs> they cured Tom Cruise's dyslexia, according to Tom Cruise. I thought that was I can't get any knowledge. of these roles because I can't read any of the freaking <laughs> scripts. <laughs> and L. Ron Hubbard, who's actually Seal, is like, oh, come over here, son. What roles are you give you this kiss after? from a rose, baby. <laughs> I'm going I'm trying to I'm trying to audition for Jeremy McGuacker. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tom Tom. Sham me the mamma. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Mr. Director, I have a question. Why does she say you have me a tabo in this? <laughs> I don't understand. I could have done better with that. But uh, uh, I don't know how much else we have to say. Ziegler comes over, the guy whose party that they were at, or he goes over there, and he's like, all of this is a scam. I was there. Keep your mouth shut. Peep, uh, and they found out, She found, Tom Cruise found out that the uh, woman who overdosed at the party died um, and is putting together that that's who volunteered her life for him. And... Um, and Ziegler's just like, it's unrelated, it's fine, it doesn't matter, it's not anything. Um, and then he goes home, uh, and all the meanwhile, they have been threatening him and his wife and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, but empty threats, right? Isn't that, that's the part I didn't get. I think it's, 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 it's left up in the air. Like, it's, um, mm-hmm. like, we don't actually know. That is sort of the idea is, is you know. Like, who is telling the truth? Like, is... Yeah. Is Nightingale in Seattle, or is he dead? Or is he dead, right, yeah. Or did they kill... Um, did they kill the woman? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think that uh, uh, he goes home, and he finds the mask that he had lost, um, and he breaks down to Nicole Kidman and says everything um, that happened, and they kind of resolve to uh, wake up from the dream, so to speak, and then the last, the last words of the movie is Nicole Kidman saying, there is something we have to do as soon as possible. He's like, what's that? Fuck. Fuck. Roll the credits. Amazing. Okay. Crazy. Yeah, but Okay. The one thing I'm trying to... The one thing I didn't get was Nicole Kidman's dream. Was it almost... Was she a past participant in the, in the Eyes Wide Shut thing? I don't think that's, so. Because that's what I gather when she's like, there were men fucking me who I didn't even know. And, and then he's like, I'll tell you everything. And then he tells her. And then she looks petrified. And I don't know. I mean, it's this, not. 
that that's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Um, Miller highlights. Do we have any Miller highlights? Uh, just how short Tom Cruise is. Yeah, he's pretty fucking short, <laughs> huh? Um, I guess the the I guess the dom now when when uh when her roommate's like, oh, she was HIV positive, and he was like, oh man, he looked so relieved. Yeah, he it was bang. just like, yeah, thank God I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was yeah, crazy. Um, I mean, just like not not really. I mean, I guess it is a highlight, but like I I did like enjoy the more faster paced, if you could even say that, part where he is actually going through the party. It built up some sort of suspense because I I had never yeah. seen the movie. So yeah. like when he walks like, in, when he walks in, they're all staring at him. I was like, oh, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, yeah. It but was again, good. it's it's so the whole thing is just kind of dumb when you think that they're just having sex though yeah it does kind of kill it for you he's right doing, he, he has he has a whole scented pole and like the banging the fucking latin chanting and they're just yeah. fucking like that's so that's so lame what yeah, a, but, yeah. like the 90s were an innocent time not even you're you're telling me you're gonna rent out that whole thing and go through all of this and nobody's getting pegged what the fuck dude bro bro 90s were an innocent time i bet you he did it so mellowly so that he could get past the censors. I do think that's actually, there's probably some credence there because I did read one of the trivia things is that Kubrick uh, uh, studied, um, he studied movies from the era. What was it? Showgirls was one of them. Uh, Showgirls, Basic Instinct, and Fatal Attraction, um, which were all sort of these uh, uh, very sexual movies. And he studied them very closely to make sure that it could stay rated R. So yeah. maybe there's there is another room where you know there is some there's some crazy good stuff shit happening. happening. Yeah. yeah, but it is Buckwild, and I think counts as a plot hole that they would go to all that trouble and like nobody's prostate got massaged. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's just, such like, a the, waste. The chanting like the Latin chanting and yeah. like the, the the scepter with the smoke stuff, and it's just like you, like, you could afford having... such interesting sex yeah. toys with that money. Or you could just have sex, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, there are a lot of people standing around. I don't know. I think rich people are just weird and d- removed from reality. I dare say, Jimothy. <laughs> Jerry's I mean, if we are going down cock the is quite and small. He was he was trying to expose like the child sex ring. Of yeah, the yeah. Then there's that's no way fair. he could have. There's no way he could have ever right. Away with that. Yeah, that's true. He could. That's true. Crazy. Um, I think that brings us to Ryan's raps. If nobody else has any highlights, um, do we do milk or merlot before or after? We do Ryan's raps. It's been post. so long. We do Ryan's raps. First. It's it's been so long since we've had a rap. Sorry, dude. I was on hiatus. This one's not gonna be great because I was on hiatus. That's fine. Hit it, bud. Yeah, well. All right. I was hiatus. <clears throat> what? Uh, actually, Sparky said nobody was high anus because uh, Kubrick pussied out on that shit. Ayo. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every time, every time Nicole Kidman stands next to Tom Cruise, it's high anus. Her ass. Heyo. <laughs> Hit us with it, Ryan. All right. All right. <clears throat> it's Kubrick. The movie felt a little cubic. Nude women in the back, so pubic. It's a nude chick. She might be puking. In saves Dr. Bill, fixing broken families like Dr. Phil, hitting on models like Dr. Chill, solving mysteries like Dr. Who, Dr. Bill. Doctor, don't take the pill. Going to the soiree, getting tipsy on the champagne. We see Nightingale on the piano playing like a powertrain. 
Old med school man with words to the wise. It's Fidelio, not for innocent eyes. Off to cloak up to see the other guys. Don't forget Domino, the first one to fall like a drugged-out hoe. Insensitive, I know. But she gets AIDS, and that's <laughs> a fact. Better get the fuck out and watch your back. Dr. Bill on the run, back to the old man's mansion, trying to not get murked from the likes of Charles Manson. It was all a ruse, but he's still keeps asking who the fuck are who the fuck these people are but nobody's answering one question left uh what should we do now kidman with the words she knows what they should now fuck you sold yourself short i think that was the best rap you have ever done (laughs) the fact that you rhymed an apology for saying something deeply insensitive before i could interrupt the rap (laughs) for what you calling the poor woman a drugged out whore um <laughs> damn sparky i know you too well now man a step ahead that's impressive um well now that brings us to milk and merlot the part of the podcast where we decide if the movie is aged like a fine wine or gone sour like milk jordan granick the honor of first dibs is yours Ooh, first rights um i think it was merlot i mean it's it was boring as hell to watch by myself but I think if I'd watched it with someone, it would have been really fun and cool. Sure. And I think it was good. Like, it, the acting was good, and it's a Kubrick, yeah. so, like... Ryan, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to go with that, like, same thing, right? Like, it it was definitely a Kubrick film, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of them, like, uh, if you could, I was comparing it to, uh, um, fuck. The Shining? The Shining, exactly. That's a long, slow burn as well, but good movie, yeah. classic even. This movie's the same thing. Maybe a little bit longer and slower of a burn and less flames, but uh, overall, the embers were still lit. I'm giving it a milk. You mean a Merlot? You mean Merlot. Not, yeah, Merlot. Yeah, you got the it. The opposite. Yeah, you know? I, I think that's true. I, I think the fact that this two hour and 40 minute movie felt way shorter than some hour 15 movies that we've watched, hour mm. 40 m- movies that we've watched, is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was exhausted while watching it, and this double exhausted me. So, um, but yeah, very, very good movie. I found it very nice to watch on my own. I think it would be weird uh, to have somebody <laughs> else around because, like, I am gonna follow up on that. Who, 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 who would you want to have around? Your boys? And just looking at looking at boobs. I think it would honestly, if I had a girlfriend, it would get the mood going for sure. Sparky's oh, never been to a strip no. club. No, Jordan. No, clearly that's think? a bad idea. That makes you more confident to have sex. That makes you m- less a lot of boobs afraid. Makes me more horny. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> but there's so I much. Know what, I don't know if confidence. Has there's so much to do shit in there. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I would not. I would not even remotely close to want to have somebody that I would want to have sex with watch this movie with me. Um, yeah, wow, we're different. Okay, sh- shut the fuck up. You don't need to. It's not that bad. No, it's yeah. Not. Jordan's gonna go on a first date with that girl from the bar. Yeah, and uh, he's gonna put this shit on. <laughs> Literally, I was on. after I got her number and I talked to her. I was like, shit, I need to move to LA like ASAP. I was like, fuck, getting a job first and <laughs> yeah, take a roommate. Take, let's just. Yeah, no, that that's what it is. You have to like really lay it on thick emotionally so you move in immediately. 
Oh yeah, you know, manipulation. I mean, I wouldn't. I would never want to live like. I would never want to move in with someone. I mean, I yeah. want to get a studio. You think it would be a bad idea to move in with somebody that you're just starting to date? <laughs> Sparky's uh, projecting a little bit. Yeah. Here. Well, that shows what we know about this movie, but to get a true sense of its glory, we must throw it to Mr. Mr. Ryan with the legs. 2.57. That's pathetic. I take back what I said. This movie's dog shit. Wow. <laughs> clearly, clearly we well, don't know anything. It's still more than Muppets in Space, though. Do you think, do you think if they so. had released it, do you think if they had released it two years ago, it would have, like, blown up? Um... No. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm because talking like right when Epstein was arrested. Oh, may maybe well, I don't know. I think the media would have gone fucking crazy over this, not only because of that, but also yeah. because you have like all of the fanboys and the fucking bandwagoners who uh, are gonna be like, Oh, I love Kubrick and I love The Shining and I loved all of his movies like uh, Doctor Strange Love and whatever the fuck else he made. Um two thousand one. Yeah. And you're gonna have just like a bunch of kids who'd like never seen any of those. Yeah, posers. You'd have I a bunch don't know. Of posers. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I think that like, I think the culture has changed, shifted enough that like, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like a, in terms of the movies that we've seen so far, I think this one kind of captures a moment in a really interesting way, in specific way. You know what I mean? Not really. I suppose. I mean, I think that this this sort of like ritualistic kind of weird. What are the rich up to? Mm-hmm. Would have been. I it feels like more revolutionary and and thought provoking th- than. I mean, Get Out exists. Yeah, but Get Out was about about uh, uh, racism. Racism. Um, this was about child pedophilic rings i guess yeah in an adjacent way but i think like i think now if you released it people have yeah rich people have weird orgies yeah i think it would have been too Mm. mellow for two years ago. yeah but then again then again like this did sort of like this is sort of a a touching a touch point for like weird ritualistic sex uh uh culture um uh that it would have been weird to have 20 years without it you know Anyway, um, that is going to do it for us. We are running long, uh, which, you know. We had eight minutes of cold open. Yeah, we you can we, edit it out. Yeah, we, we called it, too. Um, but that is going to do it for us with ne- uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Um, uh, thank you so much for listening. You can join us next week when our movie will be the 1999 classic drama romance, The Cider House Rules, Mr. Toby Maguire and Michael Caine. I'm Michael Caine. And, and Scott, the guy from House. Oh. Yeah? Wilson, Erica yeah, Badu. Scott, Scott Wilson. Hugh Laurie. Oh. oh, wait, no, that might be Dead Poet Society. Damn. Yeah, probably. It's it's Dead Poet Society, yeah. Um, Yeah, this is the one, isn't this the one where he goes, uh, uh, good night, you princes of Maine. You kings of Oh, Charlize Theron is in this. Uh, yeah, but that uh, you Paul can join Rudd. us for all of our all of our jokes about and bad Michael Caine impressions next week. Yo, Sparky, you're never gonna believe who's on the cast list. Oh, what? 
Kieran Culkin. Oh, Culkin. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to get a true Culkin watch. That's exciting. I'm excited for this. Um, and you can ju- be excited with us next week. Uh, uh, thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Sparky Shelton. I forgot what I said. Uh... You did, you did spotted dick. Oh yeah, uh, 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 lumpy lumpy cock. Sparky Shelton. Oof. Yeah, and I'm um, a velvety scrotum. <laughs> Jordan Granick. And as always, I'm Ryan. And now, classical dance.